absolute power corrupts absolutely. I want winners. Let's go. Ain't no room for hesitation up in here. It's time to leave it on the field. Because it's game time. It's time to make your hard work pay off. Make your mom and dad proud. Make your opponent pay the price. It's time to step up and get it done, son. You go hard or you go home. From the first whistle to the last. Bring it all day, every play. Because you know your boys are going to put on the line for you. They got your back, so you better have theirs. This is about the team. It's about pride. It's about who's the hungriest. So what's it going to be, man? You going to leave it on the field, or you going to leave it inside? You going to leave it on something in your tank, or you going to do what champions do? Leave nothing. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the first weekend in October. Believe it, it's October number two, October 2nd, and this is t- it's 10 a.m., and if you're listening to me, then you know you're listening to The Master Plan. I am JT, a.k.a. The Master, and the number to call in is 347-637-3220. I'll say that again. It's 347-637-3220. It's the place to be if you want. I want winners. Yes, sir. We want winners here, people. And hopefully um, through the process of the last few months uh, and including the first few weeks of the season leading up to the first bye week, which is bye week, which is the first week, uh, uh, week four, I should say, that uh, I've been uh, helping you out in, um, in more ways than one. Now, I told you early on that I went to my niece's draft. Rookie, um, uh, fantasy fo- excuse me, rookie fantasy football player. First time, never been in it. Um, I gave her some information before she got into the draft. I was with her when she drafted, and I've been uh, corresponding with her uh, each week. With well, with the with the, all the uh, I didn't say tutelage, but and I'm not patting you on my back, but I'm just trying to dictate, not dictate, but uh, uh, get you to understand that if you uh, take part of my advice, there's a strong possibility that you could be in the same situation as my niece. She's played the first three weeks, and she is 3-0. and She hasn't lost a match yet, and that's from a person that never played fantasy football, ever. Didn't know anything about it until the middle of, I guess, uh, the summer when she corresponded with me and told me, help, because I don't know anything about it. Hopefully I can get you where you uh, where she's at, at 3-0, hopefully at 4-0 after this weekend. Now there's one game going on between the Indianapolis Colts and the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars across the pond in London that I can't help you with because that started at 9.30, and, of course, my show starts at 10 o'clock. But there's plenty of games to be played, including the Sunday night and Monday night game. A Thursday game's been played. Uh, um, a Sunday morning game's been played uh, as we speak, being played as we speak. But there's plenty other games. The uh, schedule that can get you to that elusive, for some, 
first win, second win, third win, or maybe undefeated. I like to think that I can get you undefeated. Because I like to strive for excellence, perfection. But here we go. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. I'll say that again. It's 347-637-3220. It's a place to be. If you want to talk to me, JT, the master, and that would be me. All right. Chat room sitting out there. If you'd like to jump in that chat room, you can also do that too. Um, it's, it's there for your convenience. Question, comment, statement. You can all do that in the chat room. What you put in it is what you get out of it. All right. Enough with the particulars. Let's get down to business. Okay. Let's get down to business. Go to the first game on the uh, uh, schedule. Let's do it that way. Um, I'm going to skip over the um, first game, which is the Colts. And I I can't do anything for you because that game's been played. You can't make any changes to that. So let's go to the first 1 o'clock game. happens to be the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Uh, Weather is not a factor. Delaney Walker is a game-time decision. Braxton Miller, and uh, who's a wide receiver, rookie wide receiver, is out today. Um, uh, Steven Anderson, who's a tight end, he's a backup tight end. He's out today. Um, Jalen Strong and uh, Ryan Griffin are going to fill in in those positions and uh, um, talk about the uh, Tennessee Titans. All right. First off, I'll do this. He's been hurt all this time, okay? I know it's a reach. It's a possible reach, but this is what I'm saying here, okay? He's going to be um, transitioned into the starting rotation somewhere, okay? I, but, but And this is a gut feeling. There's nothing scientific about it. There's nothing that uh, I can go back on numbers, but um, I, in my opinion, when this guy um, is playing, uh, I think Marcus Mariota has a thing for him. And like I said, it's just a gut feeling. He just came back. I'm talking about Kendall Wright. If you're hurting for a wide receiver, I know it's not the best choice, but this is the first choice I'm giving you. It's Kendall Wright. You got a spot on your roster, on your bench, uh, that you can spare. Uh, he just came back. Uh, in my opinion, he's better than Rashard Matthews. In my opinion, he's better than Andre Johnson. Maybe not in experience, but he's better than Andre Johnson. And he's healthy. Um, and it's just a wait and see, okay? Uh, and really, you have to see how much he's – incorporated in the offense. I know it's a running offense. I know that. We're going to get to the, the, the other players in, the, in, this, in this game. But I have to think that he's active and he's going to be um, used in some capacity in this offense in his first game back. He didn't play any preseason, if I'm not mistaken, because he was dealing with uh, uh, lower leg injuries. And uh, he's finally healthy. So that's just just a little nugget. I picked him up uh, at least on one. Um, I probably do 
pick him up on a couple other ones. Um, Kendall Wright, uh, wide receiver from the Tennessee Titans. All right, let's get to this. On the Tennessee Tide, I don't, do not like Marcus Mariota going to Houston defense. That's pissed off. I know they lost J.J. Watt, but they're super pissed off, and they're going to be super motivated because Bill O'Brien's going to happen that way. Because the fact is they were humiliated in Foxborough uh, uh, playing against the uh, New England Patriots. Utterly humiliated. 27 nothing. Didn't even didn't, didn't even really sniff a scoring opportunity. Not even being able to get close enough for a field goal. That's how bad it was. Uh, Bill O'Brien's taking over the play calling duties. Now, I don't know if that's a call for panic, but he's taking over the play calling duties. And, and um, I think this team's going to be highly motivated playing a division rival at home. Uh, that's why I don't like Marky Mariota. He's become, become a little bit too uh, turnover prone. Uh, and uh, I think they're going to try to rely on DeMarco Murray, who has been a, I would none to say, a beast uh, running the football. Um, I see DeMarco Murray as a, as a absolutely no-brainer play here, in my opinion. Now, it's tough to pick anybody else from the um, uh, Tennessee Titans because they're a run-based team, and their leading receiver last year with over 100 receptions was Delaney Walker. Well, Delaney Walker's coming back from uh, 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 being inactive last week due to a hamstring injury. Uh, but you don't know how good he is to go, uh, and you don't know how – if he can last the whole game. Now, I would, if he's active, being his, he's one of the top five tight ends in all of uh, fantasy, you got to play him. And you got to take that chance. If he's active, you got to take and put Delaney Walker in your uh, lineup. On the other side of the ball, um, Lamar Miller has yet to get into the end zone. He's rushed 74 times in just three, three games with 269 yards. He hasn't rushed for 100 yards yet. And like I said, he's yet to score a rushing touchdown, an actual touchdown, I should say. But I think that against this Tennessee Titan defense, he'll be able to run the football, get about 80, close to 80, 90 yards, and get a um, get his toe into the end zone with that all-elusive first touchdown of the season for him. I also like Will Fuller. Um, up, up until the last game, he had 100 yards the first and second game. In Foxborough, like I said, the offense, the whole team didn't show up. The whole team didn't show up. And you got to believe that Bill O'Brien is going to want to take some shots down the field using DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. So I like both these guys to uh, get double digits. Quite naturally, DeAndre gets the lion's share of the targets. DeAndre is going to uh, uh, make out for – what didn't take place for his uh, fantasy football uh, owners. So let's move on to the next game um, that's one at one o'clock. And uh, uh, Cleveland at Washington. Quite naturally, this is an outside game. Quite naturally that uh, uh, if you don't know, 
Josh McGowan is still out. Uh, Robert Griffin III is still out. Corey Coleman uh, from the Cleveland Browns is still out. And uh, Josh Jackson, the rookie wide receiver for the Washington Redskins, is out. Who do you play in this game? Cleveland, in fact, there's a strong possibility that uh, uh, Joe Hayden won't be playing in this game. So let's go to the other, let's go to the Cleveland side of the ball. Isaiah Crowell, I wouldn't say he's a surprise, but he's emerged as the, uh, the hammer in that offense who is going to get the lion's share of the touches. So I, I'm saying that you, if you have Isaiah Crowell, this is a good spot for him to get his 80 yards and a touchdown in here. Duke Johnson um, is a good flex play uh, if you are hurting for a flex, but he's a decent flex play in this situation. I think he's going to get some touches in the running game, uh, but he mo- does most of his damage uh, in the passing game. With the combination of the two, I think he'll get, get you uh, near the double-digit mark and, and could be a um, good uh, flex um, position player to uh, for for you. Uh, Terrell Pryor ha- seems like he's uh, emerged as the well. He's the I would say he's by default because as you know, Josh Gordon checked his, himself into a rehab, and uh, uh, Corey Coleman was out. So then the only real go to and it's a Swiss Army Knife player that they have. It's Terrell Pryor. So they're going to be throwing – Cody Kessler is going to be throwing to him early and often between him and Gary Barnage. And I would play both of these guys in this matchup without, without hesitation for the simple fact is Washington is 20 – excuse me. 30th against the wide receiver position and preventing fantasy points. So their backfield, the defensive backfield is weak. Um, but they're in the middle of the road, top 15 in preventing fantasy points against a tight end. But I've always said the best friend for a young quarterback is the tight end. And Gary Barnage uh, is that tight end to – uh, uh, go-to for Cody Kessler. So you play Gary Barnes. You play Terrell Pryor. You play Isaiah Crowell. All right? On the other side, Houston, I mean, excuse me, Cleveland has got an extremely bad um, defense. 24th, 19th, 29th, 25th in that order, preventing fantasy points in those positions. Kirk Cousins should have a big day. They're playing in Washington. They have ideal conditions. Ideal conditions. It's going to be cloudy. It's not going to be overly humid. It's not going to be hot. It's ideal conditions. 
for Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Jackson and Jordan Reed to ball out with a little sprinkle of Jamison Crowder, Crowder, I should say, as a decent flex play. Kirk Cousins to throw for 300 yards in this game. You have Kirk Cousins or you're hurting at quarterback for whatever reason. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is out. Maybe Carson Wentz is out. And you don't have a backup, but Kirk Cousins, for whatever reason he shouldn't be, is sitting on your waiver wire, and you haven't made that decision yet. Kirk Cousins should ball out against this. I mean, it's an ideal, I feel good about myself situation for the Washington Redskins. So you play your Washington Redskins against this defense of the um, Cleveland Browns. And they should feel good about it. And I didn't live out, leave out on purpose, but I wanted to talk about them last because uh, Matt Jones uh, hasn't been the best, but he'll get his 60 yards and get close enough that Kurt will give him the football versus throw it again and run it in, into the end zone. All right. All right, let's move on to the next game that's on the schedule. And that we can talk about, I think it's the uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks, the banged-up Seattle Seahawks, with Russell Wilson, who's got a custom brace on his injured knee. And on the other leg, he's dealing with a uh, sprained ankle. Uh, his o- offensive line needs to block. If he's going to do, do any kind of passing, his offensive line needs to block. Thomas Rawls is out. C.J. Precise will be playing with a cast on his broken hand. So, like I said last week, and I'll say it again, it's more of Christian Michael. Now, I've I've gotten Christian Michael on on several rosters, Uh, and I, if you know me, I am a, I like the quarter running back position. So I've got running backs on my roster to to trade away to try to strengthen the team I'm trying to trade to and my team. And for whatever reason, and I don't understand it, or people just don't realize that Christian Michaels is a number one running back. He's a number one running back. He's going to get today, last week, today, especially in PPR, he's been a beast ever since he – He's 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 uh, uh, come back to the Seattle Seahawks. Thomas Rawls is out. All right, he's going to be out uh, several more times, and when he comes back, I don't even think he's going to get the starting job. He shouldn't. Christian Michaels has outperformed him from start to finish. So if you have an opportunity now, I know he's going to buy next week. That 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 could be a great opportunity. A great opportunity. I know you won't be able to use them next week, but it's a great opportunity and a good strategy to go to a, a team that has a player on the bye week that they can't use because he's on a bye week and try to grab him off that roster. And I'm telling you this. If next week, come Tuesday, after everything's been settled, you go to a team, if you're hurting for a running back, and 
you need a running back, and you know you're not going to be able to use a guy in, in week five. Go see if you can get Christian Michael. Go see him. Because apparently, and I may be the only one that's not seen it, considering Christian Michael as a backup and just holding Thomas Rawls' spot, I don't think so. I do not think so. I think it's the other way around. Christian Michaels is the number one guy, and Thomas Rawls is going to back him up when he comes back from his fractured leg. He runs better. He's a much, much mature runner and person than he was when he was first with the uh, Seahawks and moved on to the Cow- excuse me, Cowboys and the Redskins, and now he's back with the Seahawks. Different guy. Runs with a different purpose. Attitude is different. He was a second-round pick for the Seattle Seahawks when, when he was drafted. So they didn't consider him a slouch at the time, and he's proven them right his second time around. He's going to have a banner day today. I know he's running against the Jets, but they're going to feature Christian Michael for the most part. For the simple reason, the inability for Russell Wilson to get around. I don't trust Russell Wilson in this game. Don't trust him. I know the Jets um, are vulnerable, in my opinion, against the pass, but I don't trust Russell Wilson because of the Jet pass rush that's going to put heat on that uh, not-too-good offensive line. Now, he may throw for a touchdown. He may throw two, for two-and-a-half bills, but I still like Christian Michael to run for 60 yards and a touchdown and contribute a little bit in the passing game. Doug Baldwin, he's going to throw to. And uh, sprinkling a little Jimmy Graham um, in here. One of the things that the Jets are a little vulnerable about, 21st and 22nd in preventing fantasy points in the wide receiver and tight end position. So I think they can be exploited in those two areas. <clears throat> On the Jets side, Ryan Fitzpatrick it was a hot mess, and I wouldn't even think about starting him against the Legion of Boom, Doom, Boom, whatever you want to call him. They're going to try to run a football with Matt Forte, who's been more than he's been more than advertised. Let me put it that way. You play Matt Forte. Uh, Derek, Eric Decker is, is out. Brandon Marshall's dealing with some injuries, so Quincy. Inunwa is is the go-to guy. He's been getting a lot of play. I know it's the Jack, it's the Seattle Seahawks, and the expectations can be lowered because of it's the Seattle Seahawks defense that the Jets are going against. Um, but don't forget about Bilal Power. I think they're going to use him also in the passing game. Going to have to because he's short on pass catchers, and uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick needs all the help he can get. All right, let's move on to the next game Um, on the schedule here, another 1 o'clock game. And it would be the Buffalo Bills, Rex Ryan, going up to Foxborough without possibly Jimmy Garoppolo and quite naturally the suspended um, Tom Brady. 58 degrees with a 40% chance of rain. Perfect 
football weather. They're going to run the football. I'm talking about New England. They're going to run the football. This may be the last great week for LeGarrette Blunt running the football. Um, Sammy Watkins is placed on IR. Greg Salas is out. So it's up to Robert Woods and Marquise Goodwin. And also Charles Clay, who was limited in practice all week, but like I said, is expected to play. But you have to wait and see who the quarterback is. Gronk is going to split. Excuse me. Gronk is expected to play, but is likely to see a limited role. Okay. So what to do of Rex versus uh, Bill Belichick, Buffalo Bills versus the New England Patriots. I like LaShawn McCoy. Now, I said last week against that Arizona defense, and I'll say it against this week against the New England defense. Anthony Lynn is the new offensive coordinator. This is the second week at the OC. Former running backs coach. They're going to use LaShawn McCoy, the best player on the team, now more than ever because of Sammy Watkins not being there. Passing game, running game. He's going to be used all over the field. Use him till he drops, as I say. Use him till he drops. And for some reason, people don't want LaShawn McCoy. That they, and and I'm, I'm giving you two running backs that – should be starting. And I have these guys on my roster, both of them on my roster. And and believe it or not, in one league, I have so many running backs that I can't start LaShawn McCoy. I could. And trying to give these guys, not give them away, but trying to trade with uh, with other um, owners in my that league that need running backs. And you wouldn't believe some of the trade offers I've gotten. Thinking that these guys aren't number ones. When it's obvious, they're number one running backs. Putting up number one numbers. Look at the numbers LeSean McCoy put up last week. Look at the numbers Christian Michael put up last week. You think those numbers were an anomaly? You think those numbers won't happen again? Running, game, running teams. Seattle. Running teams going to get the running back involved heavily in the offense. Anyway, I like LaShawn McCoy quite naturally. If you got him, you play him, okay, in this game. Uh, I, uh, it's, it's a toss-up of who's going to get the most out of their <clears throat> Buffalo's passing game. It's hard to trust anybody. If, but if I was to trust someone here, I would trust Charles Clay. Safe throw, easy throw for Tyrod Taylor. I know he likes to stretch the field, but I think Anthony Lynn is trying to rein him in and be more judicious with the football. If it's not long, throw short. And if you throw short, Charles Clay should be in the middle of the field, should be a nice throw for you. I like Charles Clay at the tight end. Maybe tight end two, maybe a uh, replacement uh, for whatever reason, that, that you don't have a decent tight end, and he happens to be sitting there, put Charles Clay in there. 
New England is 20th in preventing fantasy points against the tight end position. So put him in there. New England can be run on. They're 17th in the running back position. So they're slightly below, slightly below the mid, midpoint in, in uh, preventing fantasy points for the, from the running back position. So those two positions I, I like a lot. Running back position for LaShawn McCoy and Charles Clay, the tight end. Let's go on to the New England Patriots and who's going to be their quarterback. It doesn't make a difference. I'm not worried about the quarterback. LeGarrette Blunt is going to be able to run the football. They're going to give LeGarrette the Blunt 22nd in preventing fantasy points is Buffalo uh, against the running back position 32nd in the wide receiver position. So what are they what are they going to do to protect either Garoppolo or Brissett? They're going to run the football. And like I said, Garrett Blunt may be the number one running back right now in fantasy. Um, this is probably the last hurrah that a, a, really a big game for Garrett LeBlunt. Garrett Blunt, take advantage. Now somebody, somebody just traded for him, which I thought was a Good trade on 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 the side of the person who traded him away. Um, for Stefan Diggs, uh, I think it was a lopsided trade. I think the guy with Stefan Diggs, uh, we uh, see Stefan Diggs uh, went out big time. But the guy who got Legarrette Blount for this week is going to benefit this week. Short term, not long term uh, decision, and. Uh, you take each game one week to week, so I guess that, that's the philosophy of the person who received Blunt in that uh, in that uh, trade. Uh, Gronk is still coming back. Still, you don't know what you're going to get from Gronk, and especially with Brissett. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think this is strictly a running game. I, uh, passing. Uh, is it going to be an afterthought, but it, uh, Gronk is going to be involved a little bit more. He's just getting ready, folks, for when his boy comes back next week, which is Tom Brady. And then all hell is going to break loose in the passing game for New England. So I, I know that Gronk hasn't been doing anything in the first four games. And if you can get him on the cheap, I would do it now because you know he's going to blow up when Tommy boy comes back. All right? Uh, Guskowski is probably going to to be a factor in here, kicking three about three feet uh, um, field goals, and you probably he's probably somewhere on your on your uh, um, on someone's team um, because he's that that reliable as a kicker. All right, let's move on to a excuse me another game a one o'clock game. Uh, Weather is not a factor. It's played indoors. It's played in Atlanta, a division rival. Jonathan Stewart is out. Cameron Artis Payne and Fozzie Whitaker will fill in. And uh, uh, the Carolina Panthers are visiting a division rival, Atlanta Falcons. And um, you play Cam. You play Cam, okay? Um, Atlanta's playing home. I'm not looking for... um, a lot from Matt Ryan. I would say a lot, but this may be his last hurrah because um, he's he, he starting to run through the garland of good defenses. 
uh, including this one here. Uh, but Cam Newton is going to throw for 300 yards against this defense. Uh, Atlanta's defense in, in this order here is 32nd, 30th, 23rd, and 32nd against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end positions. So there's, even though it's a defensive coach, defensive-minded coach, they're not stopping anybody, okay? Cam is going to have his way in Atlanta. Now, in the running game, both these guys, it's going to be running back by committee, and it's not worth it. You're looking for Kelvin Benjamin to come back from where he was last week, and that was with a big fat zero last week. He's going to have a big game this week. This is, good. This is, a, good, this is a feel-good game for the Carolina Panthers especially for Kelvin Benjamin and Greg Olson. Both of these guys, I think, get close to 100 yards and a visit into the end zone. Both of them. I'm calling them, I'm calling them into the end zone, touchdown for each one of these guys, and uh, um, one of these guys, if not both of them, reach the century mark. Feel good game for the Carolina Panthers and those two players, along with Cam Newton. On the other side of the ball, I think Matty Ice throws for a couple of touchdowns. I mean, uh, Carolina is not the same defense they were last year. Uh, even though they're number two in preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver position, 13th, and let me put it this way, and I'll run it down like this, 10th, 13th, 2nd, and 26th in preventing fantasy points, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Their weakness is their strength. They have a very strong tight end, and their weakness on defense is is uh, um, uh, stopping the tight end. So Jacob Tammy, yes, Jacob Tammy. I know he's probably on somebody's roster. He's got, he has to be because he's been balling out. It should have a visit into the end zone and have uh, double digits in fantasy points, without a doubt. Also, Julio. Um, Didn't show well last week and may not show well this week, but I think he gets in double digits. Visiting into the end zone, I don't guarantee it as much as I guaranteed the other two guys uh, on the uh, Carolina Panthers. I think this is a running Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman. I think they're going to use these guys. Remember, this is a defensive-minded coach. He wants to be able to run the football. Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman, balled out last week. So they're going to try to keep – the coach is going to try to keep the momentum going with those two and do it this way. So for those Tevin Coleman owners, plug him in as an RB2 or a flex. For those Devontae Freeman owners, plug him in as a RB2 or a flex. Uh, you got to love both of these guys because they're going to be used heavily in this offense. All right, let's move on down to the next 1 o'clock game, and that would be Oakland Raiders at the Baltimore Ravens. It's going to be a little on the warm side, 74 degrees, partly cloudy. Terrence West is supposed to start over uh, Justin 
for set. Now, I told you about Terrence West last week. I told you about Terrence West next, last week. Uh, but I think the ultimate person that gets the starting job who was doing well and, and was really starting was the number one running back uh, is Kenneth Dixon. Uh, on some, some uh, leagues, people have grabbed him up. On some leagues, he's still sitting out there. You're hurting for a running back. You got roster spot open to Kenneth Dixon. Eventually, this guy, once he gets healthy and once he gets enough practices in uh, and gets up to football speed, he's going to be the starting running back for the um, uh, Baltimore Ravens. So let's talk about what I think of what's going to happen with the game Oakland and Baltimore. Derek Carr probably going to throw for about 250 yards and a touchdown. It's all right. It's no no world beater. Uh, Baltimore is uh, top 10, 10 in preventing fantasy points, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Number five, number eight, number seven, and number nine. Their defense is balling out. And Oakland's traveling from the West Coast to the East Coast, and it's a 1 o'clock game. So if you are Amari Cooper owners, you put him in there, but you, you got to temper your expectations. If you're a Latavius Murray owner, you got to put him in there, if you don't have a better choice, and temper your expectations. And if you're Michael Crabtree, because I think the emphasis is going to be on Mari Cooper. Um, and Michael Crabtree has, when the attention is on Mari Cooper, Michael Crabtree has, has uh, been the one that uh, uh, Derek Carr has gone to, and he's come through. Maybe the lone receiving touchdown that they may get. So I like Michael Crabtree as a wide receiver, too, and at worst, a flex. Because I think he's going to get used early and often in here. Not to say that Mari won't, but I think uh, both these guys are going to get some activity. On the other side, I don't like the Ravens running back position is a mess. I know Terrence West is supposed to get the start, but it's a mess. Uh, and and I, I, I'd have to stay away from that until it's clear-cut uh, number one in there. And it may never be, but I, I have to stay away from that. I like Steve Smith in this. Uh, Oakland has been giving up points left and right to teams. Check this out. 30th, 25th, 31st, and 24th. 4th in preventing fantasy points in this order. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Joe Flacco likes throwing to Dennis Pitta. I love Dennis Pitta in this game. I love Dennis Pitta in this game. He's definitely going to get a visit into the end zone without a shadow of a doubt. I love Dennis Pitta in this game. I like Mike Wallace, big play Wallace, in this game. Steve Smith is Mr. PPR. 
So I, 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 he's picking up yardage in the middle of the field and maybe some chunk plays, um, but he's going to get double digits. They're going – the wide receivers and tight end should flourish against the Oakland Raiders. Okay? So if you got them, got a position to play them, put them in there because I think they're, you're going to benefit from them. I like them a lot in here. All right, let's move on to the uh, next game on the schedule here. Let's see if it's another 1 o'clock game. And that would be one more, uh, one, one more 1 o'clock game. Detroit at Chicago. Division rivals, uh, long story division rivals. Going to be in the mid-60s, mostly cloudy. Jake Cutler, Ryan Hoare is going to do, have another start. Jeremy Lankford is out. Um, uh, Kadeem Carey is out. Um, so that leaves it up to the rookie. Um, Jordan Howard, who's going to be the workhorse today. And if you had listened to me, if I'm not mistaken, I had said that Jordan Howard, more than likely, sometime before the season is out, is going to take this over because they're not too happy with Jeremy Lankford. And uh, this would be a good spot for Jordan Howard to um, control this, even though that Detroit is number 12 against running against uh, number 12 against the running back and preventing fantasy points. Um, Detroit is 31st, uh, 12th, 17th and 31st in preventing fantasy points against quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. So they're re- really their weakness, Detroit's weakness is um, preventing fantasy points against the uh, running back and tight end position. So what's that tell you that Chicago should exploit? Besides uh, Brian Hoyer throwing to tight end Zach Miller, who should have a, another big day, Brian Hoyer has, doesn't have a big arm. And the safest throws for Brian Hoyer would be to the tight end. And uh, Zach Miller should have a, a, a big day. So I like Zach Miller in here. I think he's a tight end one in this in this uh, uh, in this position here. I, I I like him a lot, and uh, I would play him in, in this as a tight end one. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is dealing with um, some issues, health issues, um, and I I'm I'm a uh, going to give you a little nugget here for, for those that are looking for a, a wide receiver for whatever reason that they can't find one how about Kevin White Kevin White had six receptions for 62 yards last week he had a team high 14 targets and Jeffrey who was limited just had seven now I don't think that's going to happen this week, but a sleeper uh, wide receiver, Kevin White. Kevin White. I know Alshon Jeffries is the number one man, but Kevin White. Just re- just remember that name um, and see what happens 
when they play Detroit. And Jordan Howard. You got He's a, I wouldn't say he's a running back too. I, I'd say you could put him in the flex. Let me put it that way. You put him in the flex. Um, but And I think he's the running back of the future, even though Jeremy Lankford was a starter in the beginning of the season. I think um, uh, Jordan Howard is the is the back that is going to prove to be the back that you would want to own. All right, let's go to the uh, 4 o'clock game. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot Detroit. Matthew Stafford has been balling out with uh, with the, the offense that uh, uh, ever since last year. I think he throws for close to 300 yards and a couple touchdowns. One of those touchdowns, of course, goes to Marvin Jones. I told you about Marvin Jones before the season started, and he hasn't dis- disappointed with a monster game last week, over 200 yards, a couple touchdowns last week. He's been blown out since the beginning of the year. He's the top target guy on Detroit. Top target guy. Got another another little nugget for you. Because uh, Amir Abdullah's out, Dwayne Washington's going to see, it's been documented that he's going to get more touches. He may emerge as the number one running back. If he's on your waiver wire, you got room on your roster, go grab him. Put him on there. If you're looking for a running back, Put him in there. He's going to be used, especially against Chicago. I put him in there. Put him in the roster. Put him, put him, put him in there. If you're looking for a running back, you don't have one. What's what do you got to lose? This is a feel-good game for Chicago. I mean, for Detroit. I think they're going to ball out uh, against Chicago, who's is really hurting. Is really hurting. And. Um, That's how I feel about that. Let's move on to the next game. And that, like I said, that would be Denver and Tampa Bay. And that's a four o'clock game. And uh, they're playing in Tampa Bay. Trevor Simeon is uh, on the road against the Tampa, Tampa Bay defense. And uh, Tampa Bay, in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end, is 25th, 26th, 26th, and Six, six. So the best defense in preventing fantasy points is at the tight end position. Well, Trevor Simeon and Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas and C.J. Anderson are all in play here. You probably knew that. I shouldn't have to even tell you that, but they're all play because I think they all take a trip into that friend zone. All of them. Every last one of them. And I'm telling you to pray Brandon McManus. I think they're going to move the football. Even if they don't get into the end zone, they're going to be in, in field goal range um, to for Brandon McManus. So I like C.J. Anderson, Trevor Simeon uh, for filling for Aaron Rodgers or Carson Wentz. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas, and uh, Brandon McManus. I like all of them. 
because I think they're all going to be uh, um, good for you this week in fantasy. All right, let's move on down to the next 4 o'clock game. Oh, I'm doing it again. How about going to Tampa Bay side, Jerry, and give you what you thought there? Jameis Winston's not going to have a good day. Pass rush is going to get to him. He's going to need to get rid of the football quickly. So that means two things. Charles Sims is going to be used early and often in the running game, and especially in the passing game where he excels. Extremely advantageous for you to have Charles Sims into your lineup as a running back two or as a flex. Love him as a flex. Who's next? I told him he's going to have to get rid of the football early and often. You're looking for a tight end? I've been looking for a tight end. I, I grab him, this guy, Cameron Brayton, because Austin Fisavarian Jenkins is no longer there. Um, and uh, Jameis likes throwing to the tight end when all else fails. And I like Cameron Brayton in this there. You know why? Do you know why? Um, Denver. Against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position is 11th, 20th, 3rd, and 14th. One of their weakest points, it's not really that weak, but one of their weakest points is against a running back where they're 20th in preventing fantasy points and 14th where they're uh, preventing fantasy points against the tight end position. So I like Cameron Brayton in this. If you're, if you're searching around for a tight end. Now, temporary expectations because you can't expect a lot going against this defense, but push come to shove, Cameron Brayton can be a good alternative for you. All right, let's move on to the uh, next four, four, four o'clock game. Let me see what we got here. Um, going down line four or five. Before 25 game, L.A. at Arizona, who is pissed off at home playing against L.A., uh, division rival Todd Gurley and company, um, who are two and one, two and one. Uh, I still think Todd Gurley can can run on 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 Arizona. Um, I know they're pissed off. They're going to Bruce Arian is going to have them lathered up to take advantage of a very weak offense in L.A. Um, they're fourteenth. In uh, preventing fantasy points against the running back and wide receiver position, eighth against the quarterback, and fourth against the tight end. That's what I'm talking about. Arizona um, is going to be running for his life. Uh, I think that the main weapon, their only weapon really, um, is uh, Todd Gurley. Uh, they're going to use him. Um, probably their lone touchdown is with Todd Gurley. Uh, but Case Keenan's going to be passing the football to Tyvon Austin and Kenny Britt. Um, they are wide receiver three, four, maybe five, and uh, you're taking a chance you put them in the flex. But they're, they're, they're probably four or five wide receivers in, in, in that format. Um, you got to throw it to somebody, and I would think you got to complete some passes, maybe not a lot, and, but I would think that would happen. On the other side of the ball. L.A. is 18th, 24th, 18th, and 23rd against uh, preventing fantasy points at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Uh, pretty much below the uh, middle, middle point of the uh, um, preventing points against those positions. 
Carson Palmer should have a – I know it's a heck of a path rush that these guys have, and they have a very good uh, 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 defense. Uh, and Carson Palmer didn't handle the defense against uh, um, Buffalo that well in Buffalo. But this is home. And I've got to think that he's going to throw for a couple of touchdowns and about 250, 280 yards. Uh, David Johnson is going to be able to run the football. Uh, I give him – he's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Now, the guys I like here, you know, um, John Brown hasn't been showing out, so it's really the Larry Fitz show. Larry Fitz show for the most part. And I think Michael Floyd is finally gets a, t- a trip into the end zone. Uh, so you can play Michael Floyd in the wide receiver three or the flex position because I think he's going – especially in PPR, I think he's going to – have a decent day. He's, he's playing for a contract, people. So you know that he's not going to be held down um, in a, on a consistent basis the whole season. He's playing for a contract. His quarterback knows that and is going to try to help him out and, and pump his numbers up. So I like, I like uh, 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 Michael Floyd in, in here also. All right, let's move on to the next game. That's at 425. And that would be New Orleans at San Diego. Can you spell shootout? Willie Sneed, the game-time decision. Uh, tight end Josh Hill is out. Antonio Gates is expected out to be out, dealing with a hamstring, and tight end Hunter Hendry is going to fill in again. Can you spell shootout? Drew Brees is going back to San Diego, and... Even though Drew Brees doesn't play well on the road, I think he will throw for over 300 yards from sheer volume. A couple touchdowns in here. Um, Mark Ingham should be able to run on this defense that is um, um, 29th, 27th, 15th, and 29th in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position. So that means Mark Ingram um, – in my opinion, it is a no-brainer start. That means that Brandon Cooks, in my opinion, is a no-brainer start. That means that if Willie Sneed plays, that he should be in your flex position. And that if Kobe Fleener plays, he should be in your tight end position. And he could also be in your flex position. I think finally Kobe Fleener gets it, and Drew Brees has shown some confidence in him and getting him the football, and in that offense – they like to use the tight end quite a bit. Phillip Rivers at home against the New Orleans defense that is uh, 16, 32nd, 24th, and 8th in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end position. Their best defense against is the tight end. Um, and that, that that's Hunter Henry. But Melvin Gordon... I love Melvin Gordon here. I think he's going to run wild. I told you, people. Told you. Melvin Gordon. I was laughed at at, at, at drafts. Melvin Gordon. And, and people are trying to get Melvin Gordon from me now. Ha-ha to them. I told you, people. Melvin, I had a feeling Melvin Gordon was going to show himself and, and play like the number one, like a first-round pick that he was last year. And it's been up until this point has been I've been proven correct. Hopefully, hopefully you listened to me. Picked up Melvin Gordon 
and are using him because he is balling out. He's going to ball out in this one against a defense that can't stop the running back, even if they had 15 people on, on the line. All right, Travis Benjamin and, and another guy I told you about. Travis Benjamin is going to be one of the Philip Rivers' guys um, after Keenan Allen went down and, and, uh, and uh, Stevie Johnson went down. Travis Benjamin is there. But I told you about this guy, I think he's the last week of the week before, Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams was, um, had six catches and 69 yards with a team-high nine targets last week. And he, each week he has been getting targeted more and more. Big wide receiver, opposite of what Travis Benjamin is. He's a almost a clone of what Keenan Allen was. So Phillip Rivers is going to be extremely comfortable with Tyrell Williams. I think he gets to the 100-yard mark in his game and a visit into the end zone. I told you about these guys. I hope you picked them up and paid attention. It's only going to benefit you. I, I, I'm using these guys. So it's benefit me. So it's benefit me. I, I, I don't say this, say one thing and do another. What I'm telling you is what I do, and it's been working for me. And hopefully it's been working for you. All right, let's go to the next game, uh, four o'clock game, Dallas at San Francisco. And uh, this is Dak Prescott going into the uh, Bay Area to play um, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. I like Dak Dak Prescott in this game. I like him a lot. No Aaron Rodgers, no Carson Wentz, for those who are playing Carson Wentz as the number one quarterback. Dak Prescott has gotten better each week. Each week. No turnovers, and he's gotten better each week. I know this is a pretty good defense. I know this is a pretty good San Francisco defense. San Francisco is 20th, the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end position. But I like Dak Prescott in this. And I, lost, I know he lost Des Bryant, but his favorite target anyway was Cole Beasley. And besides that, he's got Terrence Williams, and he's got Jason Witten. Now, before I get any further, we're going to go into overtime. There's only a couple games after this. Um, tune in next week, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, week five. Another week will buy and, uh, uh, to the master plan. And uh, uh, we'll be going over week five. We're in overtime right now. All right. Ezekiel Elliott should run pretty wild in here. Because, like I said, San Francisco is 15th uh, running, running back position. They're sort of in the middle of the pack. Right in the, right in the middle of the pack. But Zeke Elliott, just like Dak, Dak Prescott, you can see these kids growing before your eyes. Dak in the quarterback position, Zeke in the running back position. These guys are getting better and understanding what they need to do to be successful week in and week out. I like Zeke in here to get 100 yards and a visit into the end zone. Cole Beasley, PPR, PPR machine. He's going to get his his double digits. He's a definitely a a um a, a flex position without a shadow of a doubt. Terrence Williams, uh, I, I like Terrence Williams in it. I, I, for, for some odd reason, people are sleeping on Terrence Williams. I wouldn't be surprised if Ter- Terrence Williams has a big game to, uh, this, today. Today would not surprise me. 
No Des Bryant. Des Bryant it, uh, made the trip with the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm expecting Des Bryant to be in Terrence Williams' ears, telling him, this is what you need to do. Do this, do that. Give him some encouragement. And I think Terrence Williams is going to respond. Jason Witten, safe throw. He likes throwing it to Jason Witten. Besides Cole Beasley, he likes throwing it to Jason Witten. You know why? He's in the middle of the field. Big target. Huge target. Best friend of a young, inexperienced quarterback is the tight end position. Jason Witten has been doing it for years. I know you people are starting Jason Witten without a shadow of a doubt. Shouldn't be any question about it. On the other side of the ball with uh, the San Francisco 49ers, I would think you, you would start Carlos Hyde because I think Carlos Hyde can run on his defense. Um, Dallas is 23, 10, 13th, and 30th in preventing fantasy points. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end position. Their weakness is, is, is uh, prevent, uh, um, defending the quarterback and the tight end. But I think Carlos Hyde will be able to run at home, comfortable surroundings at home. Only other guy I can, I can see that um, benefit from this offense that they run would be um, uh, the tight end position. Uh, Vance McDonald, I think, is dealing with some uh, a hip injury and uh, not sure if he's going to play. Garrett Sellett would take his spot, and Blaine Gabbert is one of these guys that doesn't have a big arm and likes like to check it down. So I think – Garrett Selleck, a safe throw in the middle of the field. Mr. Checkdown, hello. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, let's move on to the next game, which would be the 8.30 game, the night game, which is a welcoming back for two prolific running backs in Jamal Charles, who's supposed to make his season debut, along with Le'Veon Bell. How ironic that these two guys come back in the same game uh, uh, same week in the same game. Let's go to the uh, Kansas City side who's visiting Pittsburgh. I can't trust Jamal Charles. I think this is a transition game. They're going to lightly use him. And I could be wrong, and it could be a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, but most guys that have come off of knee injury, the first game back is not their main 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 game. Now, with the exception of Adrian Peterson. Um, and maybe I, I'm trying to think if it was uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell. But definitely Jamal Charles coming back from his second ACL is just to get his feet wet. I think it's still going to be the Spencer Ware show. So don't be shy for your Spencer Ware owners to put him in your starting. Don't be shy because he's going to get the rock. And maybe the majority of the rock. I, I have a feeling that he's going to get the majority of the rock. They're not going to push Jamal Charles back with a big, huge workload the first game back from an ACL, especially when he was slow to come back. Jeremy Macklin against this defense. They do that well. They've had shorted up. Uh, even though they got burnt last week, um, Pittsburgh is 15th. 29th, 9th, and 19th in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position. 
What they excel at in their defense is preventing fantasy points in the wide receiver position. But I do like Jeremy Macklin because he's probably the only guy, wide receiver-wise, that Alex Smith goes to besides dealing with uh, Travis Kelsey, what Pittsburgh's going to have to do, who is the other uh, receiving option for Alex Smith, who is a beast to deal with in the middle of the field. So I know you guys are playing Jeremy Macklin. I know you're playing Travis Kelsey, and I know you're playing Spencer Ware. On the other side of the ball, he's going to be used early and often. That's exactly not the exact words, but I'm just telling you, I'm paraphrasing what Mike Tomlin has said. They're not going to Le'Veon Bell any touches. It's as if he started the first game, the first snap of the first game. He's, he's coming in balls to the wall. So I don't have to tell you to play Le'Veon Bell because once he came off suspension, I couldn't wait to get him into the lineup. Antonio Brown. This is not the same Kansas City defense, but it's close. Kansas City's defense is number two, number uh, 23rd, 10th, and three in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position. So they, they uh, are very good against the quarterback, wide receiver, and tight end. Running back, but we're talking about Antonio Brown. And Ben Roethlisberger, it's going to look to Antonio Brown because the other two options, Sammy Coates uh, uh, and Jesse James, are not as reliable or dynamic as Antonio Brown or Darius Haywood Bay. So he's going to get early and often to Antonio Brown. I don't have to tell you how to, 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 to play those guys. Wide receiver three, four, maybe a flex, maybe, and you're taking a chance if you put him in a flex is uh, Sammy Coates. Maybe. Get to the last game, which is a Monday night game, with the Giants versus the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. Don't play Eli. I, I'm telling you right now, don't play Eli. This is, this is Eli Superman and Minnesota's kryptonite. I'm telling you right now. Look at the history. Go back and look at the history of Eli Manning playing the Minnesota Vikings. It's ugly. It's ugly. And Minnesota's defense is a lot better than last year. A lot better. A lot better. So do you play Minnesota? You know, you got to play Odell Beckham. I mean, he's he's most people's first-round draft pick. You got to play him because you never know. He can, he can just break one play and give you instant double digits for a touchdown. The other guys, Orleans Dockwa supposed to be the starting running back. Uh-uh. Then a little sprinkle, maybe Paul Perkins or Bobby Rainey. Uh-uh. Victor Cruz and Sterling Shepard. Now, Shepard has excuse <coughs> me. Shepard has been playing well, but this is one defense that may um, uh, show the rookie a thing or two. So I can't play Sterling Shepard. On the other side of the ball, um, 
Stefan Diggs and Kyle Rudolph. New York Giants. Against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position are ninth, third, 20th, and 15th. So they shored up their defense from last year. And they don't let the quarterback do too much. They don't let the running back do too much. Uh, but they're still weak, a little weak in the running, uh, wide receiver and tight end position where Kyle Rudolph and Stefan Diggs can do their damage. Those are the two, two guys I, I expect to excel. And if the attention goes to uh, Stefan Diggs, um, look for Adam Thien. Um, this is a deep, deep sleeper. Um, but I think he can get double digits. He may be a 4-5 in wide receiver or something like that. If you're searching for a flex, maybe Adam Thien. I think he can get you double digits. I think he can barely, but I think he can get you double digits. Well, there you have it. The end of week four, week of the first bye. Uh, first bye week, I should say. Uh, tune in next week, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I'll be back here again talking about week five and another bye week. And uh, hopefully that uh, I've um, given you um, some ticks, uh, ticks, some tips and pointers that are benefit you, that are going to benefit you this week and in the coming weeks. And guys that may be sitting out there on the waiver wire that you can pick up that are going to help you. Um, Dwayne Washington, uh, Kenneth Dixon, off the top of my head, um, um, Adam Thien, uh, off the top of my head. Hopefully they can help. With that being said, I'm just going to drop the mic, get out of here, and enjoy the rest of the games, including the one that's going on right now. See ya.